Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I know a lot about golf. It's time for those weekend golf guys. Well, we're waiting. On SB Nation Radio. And on SBNationRadio.com. Here's John Ashton and Jeff Smith. Yeah, you heard what the man said. We are those weekend golf guys. And today, especially those golf guys and girls, we've got uh, some special guests we're going to be introducing here in a little bit. But first, uh, welcome back from that uh, Top 100 Teacher Conference. We missed you uh, last week, Mr. Jeff. Did you learn anything? Well, of course I did. Okay, good. You know, I, I learned a bunch of stuff you know and people keep asking me you always go to these education seminars at what point do you stop learning and the answer is probably when i'm dead (laughs) probably when i'm dead because you know the truth is is that there's some things that are out there and you listen to presentations from one teacher or another and you learn either something new something different but it's the same thing shown or presented in a way that makes more sense or that in yet another way that I can present it. So it's either confirming what I, I know and do or something completely new. And I am always hopeful that it is something completely new. So that way I can expand my knowledge, pay more attention, um, you know, just find yet another way of getting people better. Right. And um, I, I find that events like that Sometimes the best learning comes sometimes when you're not listening to the presentation, but when you're at dinner with a few other golf professional friends and stuff starts to come out and Mm -hmm. somebody comes up with a way and they dump this nugget out there on the table and everybody goes, wow, I never thought about doing it that way. And one of our guests today, um, you know, she does the same thing. We go to the same events we, we know each other from from continually going to get better. Uh, Sarah Stone, and she is uh, she's from the Bears Club in West Palm Beach, Florida. I think it's West Palm or is it Jupiter? I can't remember. But it, anyway, it's in it's in uh, golf heaven where she gets to work. <laughs> and then in the summertime, she gets to go up to Westchester Country Club uh, in in New York um, and gets to work up there. So mm. she's got like the best of both worlds: summertime. She's up there amongst some great teachers and great people, and then she gets to basically follow the sun. Life really, another chapter of life really sucks for a golf teaching professional is yeah. is about to come up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right, well, listen, if, if, if the, uh, the amazing Jeff Smith, the all-powerful Jeff Smith can learn something from this Sarah Stone chick, maybe you can too. Uh, We're coming right back, and we'll put that to the test. We are those weekend golf guys. Hang with us. If you do a lot of work online... 
especially if you do it from a, a public place like a coffee shop, a Starbucks or something, you really need a VPN, a virtual private network. ExpressVPN is the fastest virtual private network I've tried, and I've tried a bunch of them, and I know how you can get it for less than 7 bucks a month, and that comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. But there's an extra special spiff. Using ExpressVPN, you can spoof your location so you can buy the International Game Pass for just 125 bucks and stream all of the NFL games left in the season. All of them! Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash weekend. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V as in virtual, P as in private, N as in network.com. E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash weekend for three months free with a one-year package. Visit expressvpn.com slash weekend to learn more. It's going to be one of those uh, mornings where we learn a lot about how to play golf better because we've got some of the best people whose job it is to teach you how to play golf better. On with us right now, of course, the inimitable Mr. Jeff Smith, live from Timbergate Golf Course in Edinburgh, Indiana, and uh, joining us, Miss Sarah Stone. You're in Florida this time of year, I understand, right? Yeah, that's correct. Jupiter, Florida. Jupiter, Florida. Mm. Doesn't stink down. No, it, it does not. There does it, Sarah. No, the last couple of days have been about 56 degrees, so we have the puffy vests and the long pants on, you know, I'm already. <laughs> That's right. Break out the winter clothes. It's almost 60. <laughs> <laughs> it's really different down here at 56 degrees than it does up there at 56, that's for sure. Yeah, well, so, your blood thins very quickly when you uh, get south of the Mason-Dixon line. Absolutely. You know, I, I grew up in northern Maine, northern New England, man, and I couldn't stand that weather now. Could not. I mean... 37 degrees below zero without a wind chill factor on one Christmas morning. Okay. 37 below. You know what you can do with 37 below? <laughs> nothing. You can stay inside. <laughs> That's right. That's what you can do. Absolutely so, nothing. So, Sarah Stone, can you tell me a little bit about, outside of the shockingly better weather and environment that you get to, to be in every day than us here and stuck in the Midwest, can you tell me a little bit about some of the fun people you get to teach? Sure, yeah. Um, well, in Bears Club, we have like a, a really cool membership with uh, they, they kind of have the idea of it takes more than a half an hour to get better, which is uh, a really nice mindset to have. <laughs> so uh, I get to wait work a with minute. <laughs> Say that again for the rest of the, our listening audience. You mean you can't just get everything like pulling up to McDonald's drive through and getting a better golf game? Is that? Yeah, I wish wish you could, but we wouldn't have jobs. No, um, <laughs> no. The the culture there is uh, you got to take some time. You got to you got to put it in hour and a half to two to three hour lessons uh, blocks is what I do down here five days a week. <laughs> New York is uh, one half hour after another, maybe an hour occasionally. But yeah, the mentality different shifts down here. Do people who live in a uh environment where they can play golf all the time and probably do play golf all the time actually get better or be better to begin with than uh, those of us who have seasons? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I think it has to do with the uh, student's mindset. I think wherever you have the time to spend, if you spend it correctly, you would get better. So I don't know that having a year-round conditions would actually make you better if you weren't committed to being better. Spoken like a true teacher. <laughs> <laughs> You've not heard anything like that before, John. 
talking about? Yeah, I'll show you how to do it, John, but you're going to have to practice it to get better. No, that wasn't the deal. <laughs> I, I worked for three years in Charleston, South Carolina, and um, Beth Daniel, of course, the LPGA superstar in the 80s, learned how to play golf. She was from, I forget which one of the island courses was her home course. Was it Kiowa or was it the other one whose name escapes me? But anyhow, one of those fancy schmancy golf courses, resort type courses off the coast of South Carolina. Beth Daniel learned how to play golf from the pro there whose name also escapes me. So I'm going to be sorry I brought this story up eventually. <laughs> but <laughs> The readers are, the listeners already are. But he had a sign in the pro shop that said lessons Series of six was like $300. Series of 10 was like five fifty. One lesson was $10,000. And you ask him why, and he said, because if you only take one lesson, you're expecting a miracle, and damn it, you're going to pay for a miracle. So there you go. <laughs> I had That's a, one uh, long golf lesson right there. Yeah. <laughs> I have a member at Westchester that would grab me all the time for a five-minute quick fix. Finally, I said, that's going to cost you $500, or you can take an hour lesson for 150 <laughs> And he looked at me like he couldn't believe what I just said. I said, that, that's what's so important about the time that you spend with somebody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't want to hear that. No. <laughs> they, they just want what they want when they want it. They're children. Yeah. That's just how it is. Yeah. You know, if it's just not fair. If you know what I'm doing wrong and you know how to fix me, you shouldn't keep it to yourself. Come on, man. True. Here's something I have. I have uh, had a, a good look at uh, the resume of, of one Miss Sarah Stone. She has taught oh, a relatively famous person. Really, a president of the United States has stood on her lesson tee, uh -oh. listening and trying to do what she said. That is amazing. Did he argue with you? Uh, no. Well, <laughs> maybe a little bit. <laughs> And there so are, there are the other question questions I which have, I have, which I won't ask, but go ahead, Mr. <laughs> Jeff. The, the question that I've got for you on that, Sarah, is how is it that you're teaching at some point in his career uh, the most powerful person in the free world, and how does it feel to have that person intently hanging on what you're trying to help him with? What's the feeling that you get as a teacher? It's really cool. <laughs> I mean, I don't know any other adjectives to use. Um, he was a neat guy to work with, you know, uh, just trying to, first of all, getting past the whole idea of it being like a male-female dynamic to, you know, you're actually going to learn something if you come and spend time with me. But he liked to hit a lot of golf balls. He wouldn't leave a shot until he hit it exactly the way he wanted to hit it. Most of the lessons were on the golf course, not on the driving range. How good a golfer was he to begin with? Not, not, not great. I don't okay. know. <laughs> well, that's good. It, it is We're nice not, to know that the you know, most powerful man in the free world is like normal, you know? The, yeah, the current president <laughs> is a very good golfer. I've played a lot of golf with him, but the uh, one that we're speaking of was, was mm -hmm. really trying to be better at golf. So, right. Um, struggling and then, like the golf. How about the, the famous presidential golfer in between those two? Ever have any run-ins with him at all or? I haven't. I've seen his golf swing. He's played at some of the courses I've worked at. I, I think he's a lefty. If yeah, I'm he correct. is. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, you know, he's working with uh, one of my girlfriends in Don DC on his game, so he'll be good. He'll okay. get better. All right. Yeah. See, that is That's it. Terrific. So, tell me the you have uh, 
you didn't grow up in uh, in Rye, New York, where you're teaching, and you didn't grow up in South Florida. How did you make a transition from playing uh, as a child and, and learning the game? But you were you were a tennis player too, weren't you? Yeah, that's correct. I went to college to play tennis, played golf just for another sport. I was I'm very petite, so uh, volleyball, basketball, softball, those sports didn't really align with with me. So I ended up tennis, golf. Played golf um, my sophomore year of college at Ferris State, but went through the tennis management program. So I'm actually a certified tennis professional. So I knew I'd get into coaching. And the director of the PGM program, Matt Pinner, told me I was I was a golf pro. And so he got me a job interview with John Kennedy at Westchester Country Club. And then I ended up uh, in this amazing industry, <laughs> teaching and coaching. Mind-blowing, isn't it? The places you get to go. Mm-hmm. Um, it, interesting. You're uh... – your your parents don't even live here, and you get to go visit them in one of the places that I always aspire to go, and I am like freakishly jealous of that. Yeah, well, they live in they live in Ireland, John. Oh, okay. So she gets to go home for a visit, and she gets to go places like Waterville and Tralee and yeah. Old Head, right. and and play like a native. That I have, are on my bucket list. <laughs> And do yeah. it and do it without the touristy stuff that's associated with it. Correct. Yeah. Well, I will tell you this: my parents are good Midwestern uh, people. They would host both of you at their house, cook you dinner, and tell you where to go. <laughs> Ooh, wait a minute! I would rather have them show me the directions to the golf course as opposed to telling me where to go. <laughs> I was going to say, that's that's no different than anybody else Jeff has ever had dinner with. Uh. I'll tell you what, guys, though. I go over there and I hang out with them, and my mom's in year two of learning golf. So um, she's just good enough to join me on some of these courses, which which makes quite a gamble on whether or not you want to play Trilly with a 40 handicapper or you just want to stay home and read a book. Yeah. I, uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> come on, she's your mom. You got to be nicer than that, she's Sarah. Come on. To this too, you know. I have to tell her. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot more to learn. A lot more to learn about people too when we when we come back. We've got uh, Sarah Stone, who is one of the best golf pros in the world, teaches uh, down in uh, Florida and and in New York, Westchester County depending on the time of year and the temperatures thereof. And Mr. Jeff Smith, of course, who's always here. Or maybe I, I don't know how the tone is. He's always here. Well, always yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Like, that. <laughs> like I got nothing better to do. <laughs> and, they both, <laughs> and they will both be back in just a second. Hang out with us. I have this problem. In fact, a lot of us share the same problem. But you go to bed at night, and if you're like me, you you can't get your brain to stop. It just keeps going, whether it's anxiety or, or what. It just takes so long to calm down and actually fall asleep that by the time I wake up in the morning, I have not had a very good night's sleep. I've tried everything, over-the-counter, prescriptions, and then I found Fields. Fields, F-E-A-L-S. What is it? It's a premium CBD delivered directly to my doorstep every month. And what it does naturally helps reduce my stresses and my anxieties and those little nagging aches and pains you really don't notice until you try to fall asleep and overall sleeplessness. Feels has me feeling my best every day and it can help you too. You need to become a member by going to fields.com slash weekend and you will get 50% off your first order with free shipping. F-E-A-L-S dot com 
slash weekend to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Fields.com slash weekend. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I promised we'd be back, and here we are. I'm John Ashton in the studio. He is Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave, Timbergate Golf Course in Edinburgh, Indiana, and down in Florida. Uh, is it West Palm, Sarah? Jupiter. Jupiter. That's right. You said that. Jupiter. A couple times. Yeah. Back. Maybe one. Neptune, maybe Saturn. No, Jupiter is where she is. <laughs> Sarah Stone. This is what happens in golf lessons, Sarah. He, he doesn't listen. <laughs> huh? No, pay attention. I will have you know that the last show we did that you were conspicuous by your absence thereon is intrepid producer Mark was extolling your virtues. It's a good thing you weren't listening because your head would have exploded. All right. <laughs> None of those hats you wear would have fit. But oh his boy. his game, that simple little 30-minute... I'm going to go against everything we've said up to this point, but that simple little 30-minute lesson he had with you has improved his golf game substantially. Now, I, I, I don't want to play with him anymore. That's what it comes down to, man. You know? Well, he's already said like four years ago that he didn't want to play with you anymore. So he finally... <laughs> this week, uh, good. It's a good thing. If his contract, if his compensation wasn't free golf with me, he wouldn't. I understand that. (laughs) But anyhow, no, that the you know the the simple things, and and sometimes the point trying to make is sometimes, and and I'm sure you probably will both hopefully agree, it's the simple things that can make the biggest difference. You don't have to make any huge changes in your game or your approach to it in order to get substantially better quickly. Well, he certainly did not. No, Um, there are those. Who, who do need some help. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there, there are those who seem to need some, let's say, convincing. I like to let the evidence do the convincing. Mm-hmm. John, as I was working with you, you, you recall, there were some things there that I just showed you that were small but vital, really. Yes. They were very important. Yes. I recall just looking at the astonished look on your face like, where's that been? <laughs> and I knew it was coming. And so... I just was waiting for you to accept that and decide to do it on your own. Right. And oddly enough, you took it more in stride, more like an adult would do than <laughs> many of the, the, the non-adults that I get to teach. Yeah. You know, when radio guys start acting like adults, it really surprises everybody. I understand it that does. completely. It does. It does. Honestly, you didn't even ask for me for me to do it for free. No. You know? No, I just ex- ex- expected it. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. You just flat out told me at the that's beginning, right. I'm not paying you for I'm this. I'm not paying you for this. That's right. Right. Which is why we only spent about five minutes. <laughs> exactly. And I'm surprised <laughs> I still get the right information. But no, I, I understand completely um, what, what you're saying about that. And the thing that I love about the little, without going into great detail about the little conversation we had is now when I have that power draw problem, <laughs> I uh, I know why. Power draw. Sarah I know knows, why. Sarah knows that's code for nasty. You're such a good coach, off. Jeff. You've already got your student talking in positives on their negatives. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> that's awesome. He's John, good I think that. what you need to do next is I think you and I need to get on a plane, head down to South Florida, mm-hmm. and seek out Sarah's own and let her ridicule. I mean, excuse me, um, <laughs> help you I'll get better.
I think that we need to do that. Uh, okay. That's something that I would greatly enjoy because I have seen her in a social environment. She hangs with the best of them. Okay. She knows exactly how she to can, get this, this she can keep party up. started. Okay. Uh-huh. That's cool. Oh, yeah. By the way, she even eats dessert when I share at mine. Okay. Can you believe it? Well, you know, as long as you're buying, of course. I would, too. Well, <laughs> I ordered the red velvet cake. She decided Ooh. she'd have a little oh, bit. Oh, red velvet cake is nice. <laughs> That's good. I think we I'm did a dessert cookies. guy. I think we yeah. did the, the, the fresh baked cookie skillet with the vanilla ice cream the last night. Yeah, we did that, too. Yeah, we okay. did that, too. No, Some other folks just dipping in on that. They were pretty, pretty into that. Note to self, eat breakfast before doing show. That way you don't, <laughs> yeah. stomach doesn't you know, start gurgling enough, when they talk about food. Yes. Sarah is also, uh, knows a handful of the people that are also friends of our show. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows everybody. Yeah. That's a little, that's just being connected. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I had a nice conversation with uh, another friend of the show, Mr. John Hobbins. Uh, he had some wonderful things to say about Miss Sarah Stone, mm-hmm. uh, about her personality and her skills as a teacher. He says right. she is uh, widely regarded as being a top teacher uh, in, in the Met section. As a matter yeah. of fact, she's also a great player in the Met section. I think a player of the year at some point. Is that right? Yeah, 2012, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, so John, not only can she teach you how to play it better, she can also yeah, she can teach you how to play better and then beat you senseless. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Get your uh, your your attitude up, get your your ego going, and then go out and play for money and take it all back. Watch her steal it right I'm just, from you. I'm just interested, Sarah. In in you mentioned that you went to to college to play tennis. What got you into golf? I know you're you couldn't do all the all the all the big girl sports because you're you're not large in stature. But why pick up a golf club? Were your parents into it or family, relatives, or was it just something you thought you'd do? No, I actually went to a a camp. It was a week-long sports camp, believe it or not. And one of the activities was golf. And um, the counselor grabbed my mom at the end of the camp and was like, your daughter has some serious talent. I had no idea. He had me actually sign a piece of paper and he showed my parents that he had my autograph. He's like, because she's going to go out and play at a high level. So my mom and dad don't play. And my dad has a barber who had a golf professional that worked with him. And so he connected me with him. And his name is Jeff McKinnon, and he looked just like Chris Farley and acted just like Chris Farley. <laughs> so he made it a lot of fun to be around. And he he taught me um, based off of Mickey Wright's golf swing, which is a pretty good swing model. Yeah. And he really got me to fall in love with the game, which I, I give him that all day. I mean, I could have gone on and played great or not played great, but either way, I was in love with the game of golf. So that's kind of my journey. That seems to be, I mean, wow. especially to put up with, with the guff that you get from people like you guys. You have to love the game in order to continue sometimes after a, a, a session with Jeff, especially. <laughs> well, you know, we have to put up with that because, you know, we see things that are just, you know, sometimes like in, in our lesson, John, I, at the end of it, you know, I, my eyes weren't bleeding so badly. It was great. It was, yeah. But at the beginning, wow. <laughs> so we have to, you know, find a way to make the whole day enjoyable or yeah. Or we're in trouble. The thing of it is now is intrepid producer Mark hits hits the first tee with a pocket full of pennies. And it's just, he seems that? to, <laughs> that's because that's what he said. He said, I still can't hit the golf ball, but boy, I was hitting those pennies in Jeff's place really good. So, <laughs> but that, I like that. Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's just a simple exercise that anybody can do that. Uh, he actually does it now in his living room, just swings I, a little I bit. I hope he's got something to stop those pennies from embedding into the wall. He, he does. He, uh, he put up some, some barriers. He's got to replace, right. got to replace the carpet soon, but 
you know. Kind of to do a repaint job too. Yeah, it was taking divots out of the carpet. But that's the thing that makes you guys outstanding in the field is it's not by rote. You can look at somebody, see what somebody does, see what they do wrong, and quickly surmise how to convince them or or communicate to them very simply how to do it correctly. That's a talent that that a lot of people don't have, guys. Interestingly enough, when I've talked to Sarah and she's shown me some videos of some of the, the people that she's worked with, you know, there's some pretty interesting stuff going on there. And then, you know, she's got to stand there as a, as a golf instructor and say, all right, let's make this thing better. Let's make this thing work. And there's got to be uh, an enormous amount of creativity that you've got going on inside of that head of yours, right, Sarah? Because some oh, of those I things you're showing me is impressive. Not just creativity, but like verbalizing it back to the student because the words are so important, right? How many times have you heard people say, oh, my coach keeps saying the same thing over and over. I'm not getting any better. And I'm, I'm like trying to figure out another descriptive word to use to get them to do it the way that I want them to do it. And it takes an enormous amount of creativity and convincing. <laughs> <laughs> right. You have to be good with people. Yeah, that's right? true. You know, out of all the people that continue to come to us, everybody's different from session to session. It might be the same person, but they're not bringing us the same them every day. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we have to adapt. You know, we have to be the chameleons. Right. uh, Right. And, you know, there's people who come to you for a lot of different reasons. We call it, you know, sometimes you got to give them a hug lesson. That's what I call it. You know, they just want to tell you about what a bad day they had and they're hitting balls in between. And and some people really, really want to work. They want to work out. So it's it's reading the person in front of you and giving them what they want for that time. I always say you give them a little bit of what they want and then you do a little of what you think they need to get them better. Isn't that amazing? How difficult is it for you to convince people what they need? Let me rephrase the question. Do you run into people who don't agree with your um, ascertainment of what it is they need? I think a lot of it comes from being a good listener. You know, if someone says they want to just have fun and then they say that they're not shooting a score that they want, then you can bring to their attention that the whole goal of why they're there is completely shifted. You know, well, you said you wanted to have fun. So you've created a golf swing that allows you to move the ball forward and have a good time with your friends and family. And now you're coming to me telling me that you're shooting 56 and you want to shoot 49 mm-hmm. in order to do that that's that's the whole game that coaches play is right we have to convince them the road or the path they need to go down when they change what they're trying to do with the game of golf because it does shift right jeff all the time uh, I all think. the time as soon as somebody reaches one goal they instantly shift their goal to something else but the truth is is that sometimes in that great example you just gave sometimes we have to define what fun is because sometimes they, they say one thing is fun, like I want to laugh and joke on the golf course with my buds, but they want to do it while shooting 36. And so mm-hmm. if they're shooting 46 when they want to shoot 36, then all of a sudden they're not having the kind of fun that they think they should have. So then we have to figure out, all right, how are we going to get them to shoot closer to what they want and get them a little bit more realistic all at the same time? we got to figure that out. I had a guy at Westchester French Club where I teach. He came to me. I'm like, all right, you know. Jeff, whatever. What are you doing here today? He's like, I want to suck less. That's what he said. I almost <laughs> fell down laughing. <laughs> We're like, well, that's a pretty attainable goal. Like, we're on a good page right now. Like, it's not like I'm shooting 100 and I want to shoot 72. It was like, I just want to suck less. I was like, I love that. It was great. That's one of those quickly attainable goals. You can get to it immediately, if not sooner. I, I like to ask golf instructors exactly. this question. Is, is there like one or two things that most bad golfers share in common problem-wise? Yeah, I, these would be my two things. One, really bad concepts of, of how to move the ball forward would be number one. Okay. 
And number two would be the um, coaches that they did not hire. If I hear one more person say, I need to keep my head down. <laughs> I want that on my gravestone. I want to be nearly Sarah Stone. She got rid of keep your head down. Right, Jeff? Could that not be the most frustrating phrase? Besides left arm straight, that might be the Yeah, it's, it's they're neck and neck in that yeah. race. Uh, yeah, we've, you know, so we've had this discussion. Mm -hmm. We've I had understand. this discussion, John. Uh, how many yes, hundreds of times? Many. Yeah. Stick with us. We are those weekend golf guys. If you're in sales, you know that people buy things from people they know, they like, and they trust. It can take forever to build that kind of a relationship unless you use golf. Business golf is the quickest way to build trust with your clients and potential customers. TheBusinessGolfCourse.com. Go there now and check it out. I have this problem. In fact, a lot of us share the same problem. But you go to bed at night, and if you're like me, you, you can't get your brain to stop. It just keeps going, whether it's anxiety or, or what. It just takes so long to calm down and actually fall asleep that by the time I wake up in the morning, I have not had a very good night's sleep. I've tried everything, over-the-counter, prescriptions, and then I found feels. Fields, F-E-A-L-S. What is it? It's a premium CBD delivered directly to my doorstep every month. And what it does naturally helps reduce my stresses and my anxieties and those little nagging aches and pains you really don't notice until you try to fall asleep and overall sleeplessness. Fields has me feeling my best every day and it can help you too. You need to become a member by going to fields.com slash weekend and you will get 50% off your first order with free shipping. F-E-A-L-S dot com slash weekend to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Fields.com slash weekend. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, we are back, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. Hopefully, he is still connected to whatever we can hear him through. Sarah Stone from Jupiter, Florida. Is, uh, is with us also, both highly regarded, big-time teachers. Of course, Jeff's claim to fame is is teaching me. Sarah, however, has had some presidents at, at her lesson tee. Okay, Jeff, no matter response. matter where you are. Oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah, no matter where you are. <laughs> That's it. It's not where you are. It's who you know, man. It's who you know. Was it in Florida or was it in New York, Sarah? Up in, uh, up in Westchester. Yeah. Oh, well, he, he lives next door. Right. Is he a member there? Uh, or I remember you... at, uh, at, a, at a club I used to work at. Yeah. Oh, okay. Kind of, kind of tiptoe on the line. Yeah. And, and how, how easy is it to teach someone with four or five Secret Service people lurking about? <laughs> you know, it's actually a lot of fun. They, they'll bet on which way the ball's going to go. It's <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> they'll be back in the cart and they'll just do the point like, to the side <laughs> later. They'll point to the left. So were you interviewed for... Uh vetted so to speak before uh before you could teach the president of the united states golf not really i mean he wasn't the president when i taught him he was he was a former president you know he's worked with a couple other pros there and um the owner of the club sent me out there to work with him so that was kind of neat you know he was such a normal guy like we were talking about movies and my parents living in michigan and, and the first pair of shoes he ever bought that were more than a hundred dollars and he still owned that you know i mean he was just a really neat guy too did, yeah, did, very, yeah very very charismatic yeah 
tell me a little bit your your favorite kind of student yeah is one that wants to learn the one that has the open mind doesn't matter what level is the one that when they get dropped off by mom and dad and they don't want to be there is that the worst one for you no, see, like, and this is going to sound very, very uh, different, but I create an environment for each student where I'm actually going to enjoy the time that I spend with them, not just that they're going to have a good time. <laughs> so that's a little selfish. Go. I would say that's a little selfish as a coaching standpoint, but so if I get a drop off, I'm going to make that, I'm going to make that fun for me too, even though I don't love, I don't love those. You know, at the end of that lesson, that student needs to know that golf can be fun for somebody. And we still have to be in, in a good mood for the next one. I don't think that's the least bit selfish. Oh, that's good. <laughs> because, because no, really, because, because because John's far more selfish than specialist. That. Oh yeah, definitely. I <laughs> I know selfish people. Um, when especially if someone comes that doesn't want to be there, all right. And if you've created an atmosphere where it's fun for you, fun fun is addictive. Fun is easily caught and transmitted. Rather than saying, "Hey, this is supposed to be fun. Have fun, damn it." <laughs> The beatings will continue until the morale improves. You know that that whole thing. Uh, well, and to be fair, we get paid a lot of money to be with these people. Also, you know, right. what I mean, there's sure. another there's another incentive besides you know yeah. the kid's gonna love the game or this person in front of you. But this game is so great. I think it's it's a huge responsibility of every coach to help a student fall, whatever age, fall in love with the game. I mean, exactly. that's what we're looking for. Have you ever fired a student? That's a great question. Not that they know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's just suddenly your schedule got very, very busy. Yeah, or well, like, you know, you know, Jeff over here is he's a great coach. I think you guys might speak a better language. He's got a little okay. different eye. Maybe you should try him next week. Okay, I got you. Okay, so next you time know, we hear that, we'll know what they should actually mean, people. Okay. Yeah, if any of my students are listening, they'll be like, ooh, I had that conversation. <laughs> the funny part about that is, John, you just learned that she's not as blunt as I am. Which is a point or two in her favor. Okay. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff I'm, get, I'm getting close, though. I am. I feel like the older you get in this business, the more you get. You know, if you get Sarah in September up north in New York, really blunt. Uh -huh. <laughs> right, good, yeah, right. Here in Florida in November is like, whatever you need, I got all the time in the world, I can help you with anything. Just it's like a big mood change, Ch going, changing the latitude, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I found that out, you know, just in this call alone. John's the grumpy old man because it's cold, nasty outside and he can't take it because his bones are creaky. And I'm smart enough to sit in a warmer environment, and you're smarter, smarter than all of us because you're in South Florida. Yeah. So well, let me let me tell you what's making me cranky. It's it's the weather. It, it really is, man. And, and I was getting ready because we were going to play after the show last Sunday, and the high temperature was was expected to be about 48. Right? I don't care who you are. That's cold. Yeah. Um, yeah. 48. And I was I was dressing accordingly. And my thoughts kept going back to when I was a kid growing up in New England. You know, you'd put you'd put the long underwear on and then the jeans and then the snow pants and then the shirt and the sweater and the and the coat and the mittens underneath the coat. Uh, you put the mittens on first and the coat and your mother kept saying, Now are you sure you don't have to go to the bathroom? Are you sure? And you say, Oh, I'm fine, Ma, and you go out and everything gets cold and your organs shrink and suddenly you realize you have to go to the bathroom and you come back in and you're just just been out long enough to get wet and snowy and your mother's mad? Or is that just me? No, I grew up in Michigan. We did the same thing, John. Yeah. I'm on board with what you're saying. Exactly. And that's what I feel <laughs> yeah. like when I get dressed to play golf now. Yeah, you you know, got to go warm. You got to go warmer. Yeah. I got I got to get out of here, man. You got to get out of there. We got we got to we should have we should pull what 
all successful radio talk shows do is we should have our Southern Command headquarters. Love it. Do a little is that it? studio work. How Maybe about, Sarah, you want to set us up Jupiter a studio floor. down I'll there in do Jupiter? Done. I love I'm it. game. All righty then. <laughs> I'm game. I'm str- I'm trying to finagle a way to go down south and and teach a little golf with Sarah. So if we can finagle a radio show to do to do the southern headquarters nonsense, I mean stuff, mm-hmm. um, we could uh, we could do that. Yeah, that sounds good. It, There's it plenty of people out. down here to throw on your show too. You know, we got at least 39 to 45 different PGA Tour professionals just floating around down here. Yeah, out I mean, you just like walk walk into them crossing the streets in Jupiter, Florida, yeah. don't you? Oh yeah. I mean, even even our buddy, um, yeah, Mr. Thomas, Justin lives in Justin Jupiter. Thomas, yeah, yeah. Justin Thomas. We, by the way, Sarah, we we like three uh, PJ Tour players uh, on our show. Just one uh, I've had a chance to work with since he was in eighth grade. Uh, he's out on the PJ Tour now, and I don't get to see him very much anymore. But uh, Tyler Duncan, mm-hmm. uh, he's from Columbus, Indiana, and I've had a chance to see him and work with him since a long time. Uh, and Justin Thomas, because he's from Louisville, Kentucky, where John is from and the radio show emanates from. And the other one, we like to say we like him just because we like his name and we like to say his name on the radio. But we haven't said it very much recently because there's been some bad press. But Mr. Thorbjorn Olsson, we like saying that. Thorbjorn Olsson goes back to the Swedish chef on the Muppets, one of my all-time favorites. A bad plane trip, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But that's it was, uh, that's it. And as you alluded to too, when you had spoken, I think we were off here when you said how you had been uh, been on PGA Tour radio a little bit, and they're they're um, a lot more focused, a lot less uh, frivolous than are we. Can you put it mm-hmm. that way? Yeah, um, I would say uh, a little more structure, a little more serious. Yeah, and um, we're not like that. We don't take ourselves seriously. It's a fun game. We're trying to emulate the fun that is golf. It's a game. It's supposed to be fun. It is. And even when you have to uh, work hard, there are just so many things that can go wrong. But if you eliminate any of them, you can find you have a much better time. Like if you can actually learn how to turn your body. <laughs> you know, took me a while, but I learned. He used to do it just on the beach when somebody would roll him over so he wouldn't burn. <laughs> right. <laughs> would do it for him. I had, a, I had a lady once that kept saying, like, I can't turn, I can't turn, I can't turn. And, and I was like, Sarah, you're facing me. You hit the ball. Now where are you facing? She's like, the target. I'm like, you turned. <laughs> right, Jeff? Like, you use the, they use, I, like, you need a different word. You can't use the word yeah. turn anymore then. You have to use something else, like rotate or find a, like, she studies different languages. I'm like, look up the word turn in German. Right. Say that instead. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, you're not turn. you're not facing me anymore. So you definitely turned. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. You were here, and now you're over there. Guess what? And when you can, and when you can reduce it to that, <laughs> you know, when when you can you can explain it to people. Yeah, that's that's what makes you guys invited to that conference you were invited to. Okay, <laughs> true. The ability to do it better than ninety nine point nine percent of the other people who do it for a living, and um, true. you really need if you if you really want to get. If you really want to get good, you need to approach a Sarah Stone, a Jeff Smith, uh, or about a hundred other people that you could name. I think they have them listed somewhere too. 
Um, Somewhere. I'm not sure Some about all of magazine, the others. I think. <laughs> I'm not sure of all of the others, but I know Jeff and Sarah are approachable. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And I, and, hide- you know, it, you don't have to approach me with money in hand, you know, out in front. We can do that part later. Oh, yeah. yeah. He'll build you. He's not proud. <laughs> Just don't drop your kids off and uh, go somewhere for two hours and uh, have us uh, babysit them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not babysitters. They are We'd rather do something different than that. <laughs> right. Your kid's going to get better at golf. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, um, last question I've got for you at the moment: your favorite place to play? Ooh, that's a tough call. I know. I've worked at some great places and I've played a lot of great places. Um, I'm going to go, Ooh, I'm going to go Trilly. Oh yeah. Ireland. I've played it twice on my birthday and it is a special, it's a special walk. Yeah. I mean, if we go U.S. That's it, huh? That's, I don't know, that's tough. The Creek Club, man, that's, that's CB McDonald track. There's not, have you been there yet? I've not been there, no. There uh. is, that, I mean, I've, I've worked Shinnecock's a special place, but the Creek, there's something about an original CB McDonald, like the history and the, 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 the architecture and it is incredible, but I'm going to go top, top golf course is probably truly. Yeah. How about that? John, what about you? What's your favorite? <laughs> my favorite? Yeah. I don't know as I have a favorite. Um, I, I, the courses that I would play where I given the, the option, I, there's, I'm going to sound like a homer here, but Valhalla. Oh, yeah. I really, I, I've only played there once, but I really, really liked it. And I would really, really like to go again. Yeah, I can Jeff. understand why you'd say that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, boy, toss up. Um, Castle Stewart comes to mind. Um, Wolf Creek comes to mind. Tobacco Road always comes to mind. I like golf courses that make me stand up and pay attention. Uh, and I have the most fun at those golf courses. Hmm. Oddly enough, I was fortunate enough in one week's time, I got to play two of the three on that list. Pretty cool. Uh, I get to play Wolf Creek in Mesquite, Nevada. Uh, and then I get to play Tobacco Road both a week ago-ish. Um, but... Uh, I think that it's tough because I like them all. All three of those are strong, high on my list. Yeah. It's really hard because I think you pick different golf courses for different reasons, right? Because of where you, like, you work and the, the memories or the history. of Because I'm big into history. Right. The architecture, the layout, the right. location. I mean, you could you could just – it's hard. It would be like a horizontal list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because it would depend, <laughs> yeah. like you say, whether, whether you're into it for the history or, or yeah. walking in the footsteps of other people who have walked there or – or you know something special has happened at that course. It's a, it's a U.S. Open course or Ryder Cup course, or or maybe it's just a course that you scored better than you've ever scored before in your life at. That might do it for you. Well, uh, you know, you know, that's interesting because I had not put that up into my into my hierarchy of golf courses. But my lowest or my best round of golf, um, given conditions and the time of year and uh, the conditions that I was. The, the equipment that I was playing with at the time, uh, my my best round of golf came at Crooked Stick. Um, but it was not my lowest round of golf at all. Uh, but it was my best one. Yeah. 
And Crooked Stick so, is, is interestingly enough. none too shabby a place to go back to either. we got a few more minutes left together, so I would uh, suggest you hang with us because we're all going to be here as soon as we come right back. Don't you move. We are those weekend golf guys. If you're in sales, you know that people buy things from people they know, they like, and they trust. It can take forever to build that kind of a relationship unless you use golf. Business golf is the quickest way to build trust with your clients and potential customers. TheBusinessGolfCourse.com. Go there now and check it out. If you do a lot of work online, especially if you do it from a public place like a coffee shop, a Starbucks or something, you really need a VPN, a virtual private network. ExpressVPN is the fastest virtual private network I've tried, and I've tried a bunch of them, and I know how you can get it for less than 7 bucks a month, and that comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. But there's an extra special spiff. Using ExpressVPN, you can spoof your location so you can buy the International Game Pass for just 125 bucks and stream all of the NFL games left in the season. All of them! Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash weekend. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V as in virtual, P as in private, N as in network.com. E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash weekend for three months free with a one-year package. Visit expressvpn.com slash weekend to learn more. You want to see how great a golf instructor Jeff Smith really is? It's very easy. $5golfclub.com. The number $5golfclub.com. Okay, so recapping just a little bit. I mean, what we've had is conversations with two of the best golf instructors in the world, in my own humble yet nevertheless expert opinion. I doubt they will argue with me, but uh, on behalf of all of us uh, who can't play this game to save our lives and whose desire in life is to just suck a little less, we appreciate y'all being around. So, and appreciate you spending some time. And Sarah, what do you think? Think you might come back sometime or did we oh, bore you to I'd love to come back. This was, uh, this was a lot of fun. <laughs> appreciate it. Spread the word too. We want to get, uh, you know, I think all your, all your students should listen. Oh, they'll be all in because I want to know which ones I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned you on the radio today. That's well, the right. suck less guy's going to love it. <laughs> I talked about you, but you're going to have to listen close to hear who you are. Exactly. That is great. So do you have a set schedule between uh, Westchester and Jupiter, or is it just when the weather breaks? No, I'm usually May May to middle of October in New York, and then uh, middle of November to the middle of April in Florida. Yeah, I do five days a week down here and six days a week up north, so a little, little, little bit more downtime for some activities besides uh, work, which is good. Yeah. Well, that's because you're in playground of America, right? You're... Got a beach. Midwestern fishing. girls got to go to the beach, right? New hobbies, fishing. I've taken up fishing in the last couple of years. Love it. Huh? Wow. How about that? See, That's I don't good. have the I don't have the patience good. to fish. I love catching fish. I hate waiting for them. Well, if you have some Coronas and some Cheetos, <laughs> submarine sandwiches. I got you. Okay. I'll you have know. to try it that way. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Now that you say. All right, now that you've painted a picture. <laughs> yeah, now that I know I can drink just as heavy, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I'm in with it. I'm into yeah, it. Yeah, pontoon boat, intercoastal, cruising around. You, we can create an environment for you, John, to really like fishing. I'm not worried about that. I got you. I appreciate that. I get more than you will ever know. I'll tell you what we got to do, guys, is uh, we, we got we to gotta get some lessons. Um, whether it be with a Sarah Stone, whether it be with a Jeff Smith, whether it be with, you know, 
Joe Blow at your club up the street. Get some lessons. Don't put it off. Don't come up with any of those excuses that we have a plethora of. This is what we want you to do. Dress warm or find someplace warm to be. Get your clubs out of the back of the walk-in closet. Tell your wife they're in the car and that's where they're staying. Hopefully. Or sneak them in there. Whatever you need to do. And then go out. It's going to be that. (laughs) And then go out and play some golf. 